So, from Ross underscore originals, we've got the impartial marshal. The impartial marshal. Yeah. All right. So, so. yeah. Like, there, there's stuff to be said about the word marshal, right? Uh-huh. Like, it... Yes, it can be, you know, someone who marshals forces, right? Like, an, or, or sort of like a, uh, he's out there marshalling out in the West. Also, you know, when you go on a one of those long runs out in, uh, you know, do, doing a doing a half or a five kilometer run, they have yeah. marshals as well. Mm. They they're kind of adjudicators. They they make sure that you don't they don't you don't cut any corners in your blooming five five kilometer run. Tom, what <laughs> what's happened that I've what? missed? When I do when I do runs, right? Yeah. I don't cut any corners. In fact, I go further than I need to. Sometimes <laughs> you get lost. Is that is that what you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. When I did I did the Great North Run, which is a half marathon. Sometimes I zigzagged. <laughs> no, no idea why. <laughs> you were just like, I'm going to get to that side of the uh, of the track. No, yeah. no, this doesn't suit me. I'm getting tired on this side of the track. How about I try the other side? <laughs> yeah. So, shut up, Matt. <laughs> well, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, imagine that there was a bad runner out there, <laughs> and a, a real black hat runner who loved to cut in, corners in the wild west. Yeah. So Dave, what ideas have you got for this movie? <laughs> oh none. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to figure out when to drop the word buckaroo into any of this. <laughs> the impartial marshal. Why can't why can't we have a, a a Wild West that involves long runs? Oh I mean Well, alright. Well what, because what if the what if the Western is that the cowboy hero has had his horse nicked? And so he's just having to clip-clop himself all, all up and down the hills and dales. What do you have in the West? Just flat plains, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing, the thing is about impar- like impartiality, right? You usually have it in sport rather than in, you know, yeah. in, in yeah. like the, the socially charged world of the Wild West. See, this is my problem, is that I'm not even entirely sure what martial means in this context. Like, is that, a, is that like a lawman? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a lawman. A, a, yeah. a, a lawman. Uh, See, I would expect I would, is a marshal like an employee of a sheriff, or is he above a sheriff? I think he is a sheriff. He is a sheriff. They are, they are a sheriff. Yeah. All right. Mm. I feel like inherently that's a partial job. So this needs to be the one sheriff who doesn't really care whether or not it's criminals or <laughs> like normal folk put in a way he's not really bothered yeah so you're, you're saying it's sort of like as long as as long as the the ruckus stops as long as that hullabaloo stops then he doesn't mind i feel as if this is what a good like marshal would be anyway that is just what a sheriff should do like he's not he doesn't care about the moral underpinnings of the individual causing the ruckus it's yeah. just there's a ruckus i suppose what this must mean is that after having imprisoned everybody, <laughs> everybody, it, yeah, no, uh, yeah. The, the vibes I got from this so far are, you know, how like Skynet sort of finds that humanity is the problem, yeah, and yeah. decides Ro- to destroy humanity, yeah, or RoboCop. <laughs> no, RoboCop has has a kind of Judge Dread like very lawful 
uh, lawful neutral kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, this guy is just like locking people away purely for existing because they potentially might cause crimes. Yes. Yeah. So he, yeah. So he's no, not even crimes. He's impartial yeah. about whether it's crimes. So he's it, just climp, he's clippity clopping through the town. Doing mm. that, what's what's the noise clinking through the town? Because he's got those spurs on his shoes like, for whatever. Uh, shingle shangle, isn't it? Shingly shangling, and yeah. he's going through the town like that. And if he sees somebody being a criminal, which I don't know, is what like aiming a gun at someone. I think they're allowed to do that in America. I don't. We can't really think what the crimes in the Wild West would even be. <laughs> yeah, because it seems like it is just uh, all crimes. Rustling, kind of rustling cows. Okay, so he sees someone rustling a cow. Uh, or wrestling a cow. Yeah, Either way, a cow. That, that is a ruckus, so he arrests that person. But then, <laughs> then he goes to the general store, and there's the, the daughter of the general store owner is, is helping to get the stuff off the shelves and pass it to the customers. He just arrests her for that, because he's impartial. It doesn't matter whether it's a crime. <laughs> it, whatever she's, he sees, she's he doing it loudly. For. Like she's, she's, taking bells off the, she's taking bells off the shelves and saying, Here you are! Here you are! Here you are! Friends! Uh, thanks for your money. I'll give you this bell that I made. Uh, and it just like ding dangs a little bit, and she's like, and and, and the impartial marshal's like, absolutely flipping not. You <laughs> can go to jail for that noise. You see, but even there, that sounds partial. Like he's a noise yeah. is something that could annoy someone. So I think she's bringing down lovely. Uh, cushions and pillows that don't make any noise and he's like absolutely not young madam i think you'll find and she goes what i just took cushions and pillows off this shelf he's like yep that's a night in the slammer for you <laughs> young miss hello he, he hello it, hello yeah <laughs> what have we got here if you... yeah, that's that's his that's his sheriff voice if you're hello, seen, hello. if you're afraid you're nicked Young, young <laughs> ye, ye, <haw. laughs> uh, so if he sees you you're going in the slammer i mean yeah I think <laughs> no no because that that's partial either he's made some he's made a decision based on something if it's that he sees you i think it's, it needs to be completely random <laughs> I like the idea that people like slowly throughout throughout the kind of weeks we follow this community as they're being terrorized by the impartial marshal. <laughs> they slowly they start like hiding from him. So you get that um you get that that scene where he turns up, he steps out of his door, and there's no one on the street. All the shutters yeah. close and everything like <laughs> yeah. that. But also, if it's genuinely random, then. The, the townsfolk would start to like Skinner box it, wouldn't they? They'd start to come up with things that they thought was what <laughs> caused them to be arrested. And, and it would start to get so abstract. So like people would <laughs> never move a cushion, ever, just in case they got arrested. It would drive them mad. So yeah. by the end of this film, people are burning each other at the stake. Yeah, trying to really, really wild things that are completely meaningless and senseless. Because they reckon it's what got people arrested or not arrested, and they're wrong. It's just random. I quite like the image of him rocking into town, all these shutters being closed. We hear a... Like a, like a sort of uh, jingle jangle of, of bells and stuff. And then... More bells! There's bells all over this town. A shot of his foot stomping down on the sand and then tumbleweed going around. And then we cut to the tumbleweed in the cell and he's slapped. <laughs> he's impartial. <laughs> Yes. 
Hello, hello. That'd be a lesson to your tumbleweed. <laughs> be a le- think about what you've done. <laughs> All right, so I think we've got that. We've nailed that down. Yeah. The then, the, by the way, the, the after credit sequence is tumbleweed doing really weird stuff because it has learned a lesson. This is a short one. <laughs> It just like goes. It just goes up a few feet off the ground and then just starts to revolve. <laughs> <laughs> little 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 glyphs and uh, and runes start etching themselves into the sand, but beneath it, it's yes. it's, lear- it's learning science. Yeah, and that summons some some craft from outer space, and that's the, <laughs> that's the sequel hook. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the next one's called the Impartial Martian. Yes. <laughs> I will buy an ice cream off Rupert Grint. If you ever saw an ice cream van and it was Rupert Grint at the window, you'd be right yeah. over there. Yeah, you would. You'd yeah. buy an ice cream for definite. Yeah, you would. And you'd have a chat and you'd try not to talk about Harry Potter. Like, you'd just pretend you'd never heard of it and you'd yeah. just have a chat with him. Yeah. The thing is, I'd, I'd low-key reference Harry Potter. Yeah, like, oh yeah, like... you'd have to drop something. <laughs> like... Oh, no, no, no. This is You're, you're playing you're playing ball in the, in, in the small leagues here, guys. You want to <laughs> you want to subtly drop hints to Thunderpants. <laughs> well the first oh, thing I'd see when I when I when I rock up at the ice cream van and it's Rupert effing grin is yeah. the first thing I'd say would be bloody hell like <laughs> the thing is but you shouldn't he'll have got that before yeah right yeah. so what you should do is go like goodness me or something <laughs> just get it wrong. in the same tone yeah <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. She needs to sort out her metaphors. <laughs> or something. Just quote Harry Potter at him. <laughs> don't. Take your word. Don't. And uh, who's the mayor of uh, of the Tarnation? Um, Is it uh, Brie Larson? Sure, it's Brie. Why, why, why wouldn't it be Brie Larson? Why on earth wouldn't it be? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, wait, wait. The only the only thing is, is there an actor whose name has tar in it in a prominent place? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to think. Can't think of one right now. No. Let me just put IMDB tar. <laughs> There's a film called Tar. That's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> Alright, I guess it's Bree Tarson then. <laughs> Bree Tarson. Um so Oh wait, wait! There's an actor called Tar. What? No, there's just not. Called, just, just called Tar. No other name, no fir- no first name, no second name. Just Tar, who played <laughs> Ralph in a film called Flying High in 1978. That's it. <laughs> Tar. No, a TV series. Oh, how many how many episodes did it get? Uh, he's just in one. Okay. There's, well. Oh, there's loads of people with Tar in the name Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Uh, well, Taran Egerton uh, from Kingsman, Tara Strong, Elton John, Tara Strong, Tara um, Tara Manning from uh, Orange Is the New Black, as Tarzan. Um, <laughs> okay, so anyone who's Tarzan. Loads of people uh, with, with Tara their name, so we can go. We can go with Tara Reed or Tara um, Strong. Jimmy Tarbuck. <laughs> Lisa Tarbuck. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Really, yeah, yeah. 
Lots Plenty of people, people making the Tarbucks, the big, the big uh, Tarbucks. <laughs> the Lady Liberty comes out of the uh, out of the ocean. Wades out of the ocean, <laughs> like yeah. this is a land of the giants. Because as well as as well as inventing steam, they were toying with the idea of nuclear weapons, and so <laughs> out, out comes the. Out comes the kaiju statue of Liberty Lady to basically just destroy them all. <laughs> just I love the idea of right, well, we've we've sort of figured out nuclear nuclear energy, but I think we need to nail steam first. We've got to crack that one, yeah. We've got to crack that one. Because otherwise we'll never be able to propel the nuclear bomb at anyone fast enough. <laughs> to run we away have, from. We should have done it the other way around, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I really don't think, uh, Mr. Oppenheimer. I don't. I really don't think your 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 plan's going to go well if we can't run fast enough to uh, to get away from the blast. <laughs> They're just like loads of horses, and then running off. <laughs> like a fuse to a nuclear, <laughs> and then just like, oh my god, <laughs> we don't have enough fuse. Running as fast as they can, then they get in a boat and they're like paddle. I think it's like those, it's like those sort of instruction videos in the fifties. They sort of lit the fuse and then just hid under a table. Yeah, see if that was right next to it. Yeah, everyone was fine. Yeah. I like, we got there in the end. I like in the, in the sequel, um, Brie Larson falls into the uh, into the Pacific Ocean at one point. Like there's a, there's a, there's huge birds that attack him while while they're trying to fly across the Pacific, and um, uh, she falls into the Pacific, uh, Pacific Ocean. Her like whole arc in this is learning how to become one of those giant Titan yeah. um, uh, women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> to, uh... to, to fight off Godzilla. Yeah. yeah, and all, and because it must be something to do with the fact that, like, now in our time we have like you know dragonflies and insects and stuff, whereas in dinosaur times they had gigantic dragonflies and insects yeah. and stuff. So there must be a way that you can it, that Brie Larson can evolve into a gigantic <laughs> Brie Larson in the right conditions. Yeah, there's an island out there somewhere where the bri- <laughs> the biggest princess lives. Um. <laughs> that's the sequel they're trying yeah. to find the biggest princess and they keep the... finding princesses but they're not quite big enough we have already pitched that movie oh <laughs> <laughs> it involves oh, Danny DeVito as a giant oh. colossus rising out oh, of the ocean wow. <laughs> oh I'm looking forward to hearing that one you got to link me to it afterwards oh, <laughs> oh good lord it's a good one as well um, oh wow amazing <laughs> Colossus, <laughs> it's and you know what we can put Colossal in that in that um fucking uh, yeah. extended universe as well. Yeah, the film Colossal. That's oh uh, my, that's crazy. God, the Colossal cinematic universe. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, we uh, we ended up starting with a western uh, and uh, and finishing uh, with what I can only describe as Godzilla what. King of Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> with the cast of Captain Marvel, with, with a little <laughs> bit of Bioshock Infinite thrown in there as well. Yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> yeah. There we go. And remember who? Remember pitched who it. pitched remember it? it. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a, such a 
<laughs> Chaotic ending. <laughs> Me and Matt a few seconds behind each other as we both raced to say, remember who pitched it. <laughs> and then Dave was like, I want to get out of this too. <laughs> been, the amount of times I've been on this, and I know exactly what you say, and I should. I should join in, but I never do. I you know never what, remember Dave, to. Dave, can we just get a clean read of you saying, remember who pitched it? Remember who pitched it? There we go. <laughs> hey. Um, just so that we can put that in instead of either of us. Um... <laughs> Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Right. Bye. Bye.